Let's what? not talk about your escapades, buddy. Uh, all right? Uh, I don't think this is a podcast. Anyway. That's a different podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> From professional wrestling to what does Labor Day actually mean? Oh. You don't work on Labor Day. And what is the definition of labor? To work. So maybe it's the day to appreciate that you work all year. So it's like, hey, take a break. Get... Wouldn't you work? Bro, I don't know. I now have a job where I get paid for it. So what do I care? <laughs> I mean, for the last, I don't know, five years, I've gotten a, I've been in a job that I've had off on Labor Day. It's amazing. But I'd rather that time and a half on my paycheck. I get paid regardless now, so I'm cool. That salary life, son. That salary life is going to be real sweet. Yeah, that's me. I'll come in at eight. I'll leave at nine. <laughs> salary, baby. Oh, no, I, I have, to, have to be in my classroom at 8 a.m. Well, I'm God, remember, so I can do what I want. You also work by yourself. I have like 4,000 people in my building. Yeah, but if you take the kids out, it's like five, three hundred. No, I mean like take. Oh my god! All right, we got to move on because now we're gonna get to criminal activity. That's the it's fun part. Crime. Can, can we? Can we? Can we? Yeah. On SoundCloud.com/slash Grapples Apple. That's Grapples the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud? We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, I am one of your hosts, the very sensual, very Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the general, your god, Shades, joined, not remotely, by my hetero life mate. Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, Mr. Certified, the Godfather, whatever you need to be, that's who I be, because baby, that's who I is. Thrill. Yes, sir. Of course, when we do what we do on a Sunday night. Or Saturday. Or more recently on a Sunday night with AEW and their pay-per-views, we always have one guy, one extra guy. Because yeah. this other guy's been, he's been gone for a while. But he came back for, for a one-night stand with Grapples to Apples. If that's not the most appropriate, like, analogy, considering this person. <laughs> Introduce yourself, fellas. Barbecue and beer. The Suburban Brothers are here. Hey! Tommy Boy. And the baby maker is back. I forgot yeah, about go, the like, baby maker. The I, baby I thought maker. he was going to the big oog dog like he used to. No, I forgot been, about the baby been maker. The baby maker for almost a year. Yeah, but the guy hasn't been on the show in for like two years. Year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Almost a year. <laughs> What's up, boys? How well, you doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. I mean, thank I feel you. Like you're like our resident guy here now. Like you're here I, I should just week. be. The, I, I should just be the third host at this point. <laughs> Tommy Boy's the girl on the side. I'm a wow. real side chick. Technically, Amanda's a girl on Jeremy's side right now. Uh, no, 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 like physically. physically on his side. You are that to old, his side. 
You're wading in dangerous me. waters, bro. <laughs> Remember, I'm in your wedding. Please don't murder me. <laughs> yeah, listen, the bride has like complete autonomy, so you better keep your mouth shut. I'm fully aware. I'm fully aware. <laughs> we worked together for like what two months, and it was every day was whatever you want to do. You're the boss. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. But anyway. So guys, AEW All Out 2021 has wrapped up. We have 10 matches on the card, one pre-show match, and a boatload of debuts. Woof. But before we get into any and all of that, baby maker, I need you to do me a favor. You haven't done it in a long time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What is that? What is that? You got to do this. Remember this? Ring is that bell. You want to start? You want me to start? How you want to start? You want to start? How you want to start? You want me to start? All right. So we'll start with the pre-show match, the buy-in match, if you will. Although they didn't advertise it as a They called the buy-in tonight. Yeah, just a pre-show match. But anyway, we had the Best Friends and Jurassic Express. So... Um, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler Yuta, that's the guy's name, Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus, accompanied by Marco Stunt, taking on the Hardy family office, which consists of Matt Hardy, uh, Private Party, which is Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, and Hybrid 2, which is Angelico and Jack Evans. Uh, a match was fine. Um, I don't remember much sticky. Oh, oh, oh. Um, once we got into the meat of the match and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are doing their, their stuff, that's when things got fun. Um, yeah. They started with a like, chicken fight in the middle of the ring, which I thought was kind of dumb. Yeah. But um, then they moved into, like, other stuff, including that um, that top rope reverse power slam. Mm-hmm. That was That was nice. That was nice. That was the when Luchasaurus still had Jungle Boy in the electric chair. Correct. And then he did the yeah the flip power slip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a good spot. That was that was pretty. That was my pretty. my father in law called me. I'm trying to like talk to him, watch the, the show at the same time. So I kind of missed most of the match, but I I was there for like the good spots. So mm. like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one, guys. I thought you was talking. I mean, you know, you guys had it going pretty good there. But, yeah, this match, I mean, it did its job in opening the show. It, it wasn't a bore fest, but, you know, it, it did its job. You guys, yeah. the, the electric chair, like, like again, the once Jurassic Express started doing their, their uh, shtick there, that's when things really picked up, which is when I really got interested. And other than that, I was walking around at this point really – just doing what I do. They basically rehashed the same uh, match that they had on uh, Dynamite the other night. So I, it's you know similar. It was good. It was fun. Nice intro. Good. Uh, you know, good opening salvo. But nothing that was like, oh my god. It was good. It was okay. Yeah. No, I think this was an appropriate pre-show match where mm-hmm. it was like you know the faces won, so the crowds invested. You had the fun stuff going on with uh, with Jurassic Express and. You know, and of course, Orange Cassidy is always a fan favorite, and he was doing some fun stuff also. Um, so I had yeah. a problem with the crowd. I had a problem with the crowd the whole night, by the way. Okay, you know what? Hold that thought because I do. Oh, I think man. we have plenty to talk about with the crowd 
Yeah, yep. Yep. in general. But if you have anything about this match in particular that you want to address yeah. with the crowd, by all means. No, it, no. the no. match did its job. It, it had all those elements, like like the hype guy before a recorded television show starts. Right, right. It hit all those, it hit all those hype marks. Right. So the faces go over, and we move on to the main show proper. Uh, didn't it was like a post-match skirmish with uh, everyone involved, and then the Dark Order came out, and I'm just like, why is the Dark Order? Oh here? yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're I completely right. forgot about that. Um, the HFO started jumping the faces. Yeah, and then including the oh, because the, um, the butcher, the, the, the blade, the butcher came back. The butcher made his return after I think mm-hmm. it's seven months that he's been gone. Yeah, so he made his return. Uh, they started beating up on the faces, and then we got. More faces from the back, including the some of the Dark Order. Order yeah. Which, look, granted, I, I missed a few episodes of the of Dynamite, but I don't know. I I I don't understand the significance of them being together, but I was ah whatever. Like yeah. Um, in terms of like their their formula, as we've always said, like the buy in. Mm-hmm. Um, this match would have not made me <clears throat> buy into the pay per view. Uh. I'm also guessing that people already bought into the pay per view because this is CM Punk's first match back. In that's seven that's years. fair. That's a fair. That's a fair analysis. Um, so they can have put anything on, and they're like, "All right, this is CM Punk." Like, well, then if that's the case, if you truly feel that, then there is a match that could have been on the pre-show match that was way later. And my thought was, you don't put that on the pre-show because that's not no one's going to buy that. Like, if this is your buy-in, mm-hmm. that match is not going to sell your pay per view. Yeah, but I know what match you're talking about. Being sold already. Because of CM Punk. So then they should have put it there then. I'm not arguing Yeah, but, that. but then you have a deader crowd than it already was. Well, look, when we get there, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, I have plenty to say that's going to take longer than the match actually did. So let's, <laughs> let's move forward. So the match, the, 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 the match, the pay-per-view starts off proper with the AEW TNT Championship, defending champion Miro, taking on Eddie Kingston. And this opening match had everything you need that was your curtain jerker match. Mm-hmm. It was hard hitting. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't fast paced because these guys don't work fast paced. But the crowd's nope. fully invested because they're invested in these two wrestlers. <clears throat> More so in Eddie Kingston. He's the face here, so sure. Um, So much so that I thought that Eddie Kingston at some point was going to go over. Mm. Um... They they did a lot of fighting outside the ring. Um, see, the thing with this match is, like, although it did its job, there's nothing that, that stood out besides uh, Miro ripping off the turnbuckle. Yeah. There were, there were no, like, highlight spots. Yeah. Um, but you don't get a highlight spot with Eddie Kingston and Miro. Right. That's not what they're here to do. They're here to beat each other up. And, you know, Eddie Kingston is a lightning rod in terms of his personality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. we had the, the the promo with a redeemed D's. Is this expletive? Can we say? Are nice. we are we going with or, is are we going, are we, say that? So there's is a redeemed D's nuts hmm. promo from, I think it was Rampage on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we've already got guys in the crowd and him wearing a redeemed D's nuts t-shirt. Yeah. So... People are already invested in March. this match. Say again? March. 
Oh, well, I mean, the AEW does merge better than anybody <laughs> in terms of their, their strategy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, they don't need to be, like, high-flying or spot monkeys. The crowd's already in it, and it was a good match. You made the crowd think that Eddie Kingston was going to win when he when I knew he wasn't going to win. Um, and Miro still looked strong at the end. I mean, but what I'm mm-hmm. saying is, like, Kingston had a chance, especially yeah. with yeah, the, yeah. The, the turnbuckle being exposed mm-hmm. and Miro had him in the, the what's it called, the game over? The game over. Um, yeah. Kingston could have, like, got up, flung him into the corner. He hits his head. And what is what is Eddie Kingston's finisher? I have no idea. Oh, the DDT? Yeah. Yeah, it's, is it a DDT? So he hits hit he hits his head on the turnbuckle, hits him with the DDT. One, two, three. Eddie Kingston could have won. Right. No one would have complained. Everyone would have gone home happy. Right. Um, but instead, you have Miro doing the game over. Kingston finally gets to the rope. Um. How did they get to the corner with the ref? Was Miro yelling at the ref? Kingston grabs him and then he gives him the low blow. No, what what happened was they were yeah. they were wrestling and um, uh, he went to go and whip him like Irish whip him into the corner and, and stop, the ref yes, jumped yes, yes, and, and the ref was in the way. You're right, you're okay, right. yeah. yeah, thank you because thank the, because because the turnbuckle was exposed. So as soon as he was gonna Irish whip him face first into the corner, the ref jumped in. Uh, uh, Miro, uh, you know, got you know bumped into the ref, and then Miro mule kicked him right into the uh, redeem this area. And uh, <laughs> I, and, for uh, the life of me, could not remember how we got game. there. So thank you. And then ball game, exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess here is there ball game, low blow. He's nuts. Uh, I think <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, what the hell's his name? Mago. Yeah, JBL. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so okay, so we had the mule kick, and then how do we the matcha kick and the matcha kick to, for the finish? Yeah, okay. yep. That's how memorable the match was. I mean, it was fine. I just I, I told I, you I, it was fine. I don't remember. So Miro Miro retains the title, and we move on to the third match on the card, which I guess was a surprise to me initially, but I guess it shouldn't have been. Um, which was John Moxley versus Sat- uh, Satoshi Kojima. Excuse me. Um. Anyone have anything about this match? Because I was, I'm more cared about what happened after the match. Yeah, it, it's it sucks that the post match was better than the entire match itself. I was too busy looking at his zip car sponsored yep. knee pads. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. it, it, it was. It felt like it felt like the the match itself. Was tr- they were trying to get that match over with to get to the end? Mm. It's like it's like taking the book and kind of like kind of reading like let's say a Harry Potter book and then just reading it and then you you read the last like ten pages right and you're like oh my god now I know what happens and yeah, you yeah, really yeah. through the whole rest of the stuff. The thing is they still they still were in there for twelve minutes. Was... No, they they put on a show, but I mean, I didn't it, it wasn't part. it wasn't a bad match. It just wasn't a memorable one. Yeah. And I, I think that kind of I think. If you guys can, if you disagree, that's fine. I think that's a problem that Moxley has. I think if Moxley doesn't have the right opponent, his matches tend to be by the book. They tend to be very formulaic and not as interesting. This is the issue he had in WWE with his WWE Championship run. Mm. He he was... 
he's good on the mic. Yeah. But yep. his in-ring stuff is equal. Yeah. It's boring. But with the right opponent and the right circumstances, it's not. Like, his stuff with Eddie Kingston wasn't boring. When he was his a champion, a lot of his feuds were not boring. Um, his Kenny lot, stuff is not boring. A lot of those matches were, like, different stipulations. They were right. singles. Yep. He right. needs a stipulation. They can't, it, like, a straight-up match, you know, you don't get his best stuff. Yeah. Can I also just point something out real quick? Anybody uh, notice what Moxley was wearing when he came to the ring? Uh, GCW sweater. Correct, sir. Oh, yeah, because he, he defeated Cardona over the weekend to become the new GCW champion and then challenged Nick Gage immediately. I mean, yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. That, that, we can, we'll discuss that. Yeah, we, we can do that on the weekly. That's, that's, that's a weekly. weekly. I just want to tell us out there that he was wearing a GCW hoodie at the AEW pay-per-view. Well, you know Tony Khan has no you know issues with cross-promotion. Yeah, absolutely. Because not. what it is is it's cross promotion. He helps GCW. Not that they need GCW's help, but it only benefits each other to help each other. Mm-hmm. But you scratch I, my back, I scratch your back. Exactly. Now, what really was the big thing for this match was the post match, mm-hmm. where someone's music hit, and it was Minoru Suzuki. We popped. We popped here in in the apartment. Um, Moxley's shaking his head, no, like no, it can't be, no, 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 no. And then Suzuki comes out, mad slow with it, chilling, cruising. First of all, it took him thirty seconds to even like come out of the tunnel. Yeah, I'm like, yo, this is taking a little too long now. It's taking a little too long now. And then when he finally comes out, everybody still popped. Yeah, and then he took his sweet time getting to the ring. And in my opinion, as long, it was it was good to see like Minoru Suzuki, mm-hmm. but the whole thing took too long. That's fair, especially for a, a post match like thing. Yeah, took way too long. That yeah. entrance is good if he's a mystery opponent, not a surprise reveal at the end of a match. I especially think like once you once the screen says Minoru Suzuki, why are we waiting for him to come out? Yeah, just come out. Yeah. Your name's already on there. We know it's you. Come out. You know? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I'm 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 never not in favor of seeing Suzuki versus Moxley. So it's always a good match. Always. Always a good match. Uh I would they say it's not this week. Uh, no, it is this week, right? I think it's on this week's dynamite. This week's dynamite, uh, because yeah. they're gonna be in Cincinnati. Yes. Uh it's John Moxley's homecoming. Yeah. And he's gonna face Minor Suzuki. That is going to be a That'll be fun. Good match. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. We can move on to the next match. Oh, one one observation. I, I appreciated the AEW crowd in this instance because they all popped and they all knew who this guy was. Yes, exactly. Yes. Like, uh, unlike the WWE universe that doesn't know anybody other than their own little cocoon, mm-hmm. and they were even chanting the guy's song. That's so exactly like, literally you know what exactly you said. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, these guys are smart and informed wrestling fans. Yeah. I'm like, I appreciate that. Yeah. You gotta remember that people who watch AEW also watch New Japan. Well also definitely watch Impact Wrestling. Or are more inclined yep. to be. I don't I don't want to say it's a sure thing. But the Impact, odds are Impact, if you're watching AEW, sure. odds are you also probably watch 
um, Impact and NWA, New Japan, GCW, or some some of it. Also, Chicago is one of those wrestling it's, towns. Yeah, it's a it's a wrestling city. Yeah. So they're gonna know who Minoru Suzuki is. Yeah. But I, I literally said the same thing as you did, Google. As soon as I was like, oh my god, they're even chanting his music. Like, that's dope. Exactly. You know? Uh-huh. And that's got to mean something for Suzuki. Yeah. You now he's like, man. All right. <laughs> but like, not America only, likes me. All right. Right. So not only is that, like, good for Suzuki, if Suzuki, who's a mid-carder in New Japan, mm-hmm. got that sort of ovation. Oh, my gosh. Imagine if you hear the oh, and that's what I'm or Naito. So what's the biggest <laughs> the fear that uh, the New Japan has had since their impact situation? They don't want well, these guys to exactly, but, exactly. But Naito and Okada weren't their big guys yet. They're no, no, big. for sure, for sure. But they didn't like how their talent was treated, right? Mm-hmm. So you give them a little bit through Moxley. They clearly they trust Moxley. So through Moxley, they've been giving them a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then mm-hmm. with Suzuki, you see how much the fans appreciated him. Now they might be more inclined to. Send over Naito to send over Switchblade to send over but they've already, Okada. They've already sent over Switchblade with Impact. He was on AEW TV? No, no, no. I'm saying like... I'm talking about on AEW no, TV. Okay, so AEW, they're, they're not really worried about, in my opinion. What I think was what burned that bridge was Impact. And sure. How, how, not Impact necessarily. It was like TNA, mm-hmm. but they've ruined the relationship, they have to mend it. Jay White's one of their biggest guys to go over there, mm-hmm. and they recruited Chris Bay into the Bullet Club. Right. That's true. This is true. This is true. So, but I just, I just think that there's... They're coming out of their relationship with Ring of Honor, right? Mm-hmm. And they've been with Ring of Honor for years. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like after Impact, if you're a Japanese promotion, you kind of have to be a cautious with, like, every North American promotion until they earn your trust. And so I think that's what this is is going towards. And I just – I can't wait for the day that I hear that coin drop while watching some sort of AEW show, and I'm just going to lose it. I'm just going to – I'm going to scream and jump up and down. Coin drop, pants drop. <laughs> that's exactly it. Coin drop, pants drop. So let's move on, shall we? So the next match we have. If I'm in the room, no pants dropping, please. Will. No promises. (laughs) An honest answer. (laughs) So so the next match is for the AEW Women's World Championship, defending champion Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Chris Statlander, and. And um, uh, Chris Statlander had Orange Cassidy at her side, and Britt Baker had Rebel. And uh, Rebel, who's this? Not Rebel. Jamie Hader. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now I understand. Now I understand. Um, it was a good match. Um, I don't think Britt has had a bad match in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. Oh, this is another this match guy. that was just by the numbers. It was mm-hmm. still entertaining, but there's nothing that really stands out in this match besides the problem with towards the end. Game. Towards the end, I think it was. I, I'm not sure what it was, but they were at the top of the rope. Remember, and then they did that. That uh, 
I forgot the name of the move. I'm, I'm so uh, rusty with wrestling now. They were, uh, it was like a, a like a like a, God man. It's the move that Statlander hit on Britt Baker. Yeah, exactly. I can't remember the name of the move though. Well, yeah, me neither. They were at the top of the turnbuckle, and then they she flipped her over and and kind of power slammed them. It was like a it was like a rolling power slam up top from the top, and it was like. I was like, oh, that kind of woke me up a little bit. I was like, oh, that wow, wow. Yeah, it, was, it ended up like in a, a sit out, yes. driver kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I was kind of kind of watching, but not really. I was kind of like, you know, doing some other stuff, and I was kind of on my phone a little bit, and and I looked up just as it was happening. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, they're going a little hard. I'm like, okay, so they're gonna finish this up real strong, and they finished the match real strong. What the problem with matches like this? And I, this is an issue that I'm finding with AEW um, pay-per-views is sometimes it's a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. We know Britt's not going to lose this match. Yeah. So unless you're just interested in watching a Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander match, you can kind of just have it on, pay some attention. I mean, our, I think our food came at that time too. Yeah. So yeah. we were eating. And, and, don't, and I, I'm a fan of both of these women as wrestlers. And so I was trying to watch it, but I know who's going to win. So I can only be so invested. And I think that's a huge problem with AEW. And and this is going to sound insane. But because a lot of their booking is logical and makes sense. For yeah. the most part. Really? And for the most really? part. For really? the most part. Because of that, when we get to these pay-per-views, a lot of it's like a, oh, well, yeah, they're going to win, duh. Because that's what makes sense. Really? Right? Yeah. Well, Stay with me, please. I'm trying. Whereas opposed to WWE, where you never know what Vince is going to do. And so sometimes you're like, oh, well, this is definitely going to happen. But you, you have no idea. Unless it's like Roman wins low or Charlotte wins low. You know? Like, Kinder's not going to win. You kidding? Can I can I interject for a sec? By all means. Okay. I'd rather take the pedestrian, the, the, the pedestrian make sense outcome mm-hmm. and just enjoy the match for what it was. Sure. Because we know that Statlander wasn't going to win. Right. Then an AEW, what the you mean WWE. are they doing? I mean, WWE, what the beep are they doing? Why would they do that? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Going to bed all angry after yeah. Raw yeah. or SmackDown. Yeah. Why did they do that? Right. Now they just blew up that story. They doesn't make sense. They, you know, they killed like 30 stories that could have came out. This is like, okay, it's in the it's in kind of like in the beginning-ish of the show. We know that uh Britt's gonna, you know, still hold on to the title. It was a nice match. It was fun. It'll set up something else later, or with somebody else, she'll she'll just hold on to the bet. Sometimes you just appreciate the match for the match. It made sense. Yep. We can move on to the next one because it's a part of a show. Right. Remember, not, not it's not only just story driven, but they're putting on a show. Right. So the show is, hey, we're showcasing two of our best wrestlers in in our one of our biggest pay per views. Check them out for the for the people that don't know who they are. Oh, check out Britt Baker. Oh, check out Statlander. These girls are amazing. Blah, blah, blah. Catch them on Dynamite, you know, Wednesdays or on, you know, Rampage on Fridays. And then you just keep moving on and go to the next one instead of just tearing your hair out when they make stupid decisions like WWE. You know, I I 100% agree that I would rather logical, sensical, predictable booking if it's a good match rather than a good match and then the finish drives you absolutely up the wall. and, And unfortunately... We did see some of that tonight. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know how many times I've said it to you, and you, this is honestly a moniker that we should go by on the, the, the podcast, is 
we'll know the outcome for most matches. Mm -hmm. But how many times have we said it's not about the outcome, it's about the journey? Right. The journey for this match wasn't crazy. No, for sure. But it also wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. No, it was a good match. Yeah. Um, I think things that stood out was the curb stomp that Britt gave Chris on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Counting Statlander out. And Orange Cassidy breaks his like cool guy persona and yells at like get out get like this is your chance get out right, exactly. get into the ring yes yes, like, yes. stuff like that where you're just like oh yep. isn't he like the normal guy who doesn't like he doesn't yell he doesn't yeah. do anything like that like that's that's gonna you put extra out. effort in see now to go with that had they emphasized a little bit more desperation from Statlander then I think this would have been a more interesting match. What do you mean? So we know now, especially after the Battle Royal, that this yeah. there's a finality to this match. Yes. Right? There's no progression after this. This feud is over. Yes. Right? So if you're Statlander, and you know you have this title match, and you know on the same show there's a Battle Royale, whoever wins that match is a title shot, that means that you have to know, I have to win tonight. Okay. So if Statlander showed a little bit more desperation and then you add the Orange Cassidy level of like, dude, this is it. You have to get up. I mean, she she showed heart at the end. No, for sure. I'm not yeah. kicking out of the Panama Sunrise. Yes, absolutely. Kicking out of the curb stomp. Yes. That, th- those two moves there is nail in the coffin, the match is over. But that's survival mode. That's I don't want to lose versus and- I need to win. Those are two different mentalities. Those are two different states of mind that are going to give you two different actions. If if you're in a fist fight and you're getting pummeled, at some point you go, I need to preserve myself, right? So your actions from there just become how to get out of this alive versus if you think you have a chance to beat somebody, you're going to be a little bit more aggressive because you need to win this. There's a difference. And I think if... Statlander showed a little bit more desperation, a little bit more aggression, a little bit more of this is my shot. You pair that with the Orange Cassidy moment and other moments like that sprinkled in, and I think this becomes a more interesting match. So you're saying she threw away her shot? Nah. She's going to make a Hamilton reference? Like, out of the blue, too. Like right? It. Just mad like out of nowhere? It. I like it. I like it. I don't know if I hate you or Thank right. you, Jade. See, Will doesn't appreciate our greatness. What did I just say? I just said, I don't know if I hate you or respect you. Yeah, that's a, that's right, a, that's a backhanded right. compliment, if there wasn't any. Oh, well, your face is a backhanded compliment. Let's move on. <laughs> your life no, is a backhanded not, compliment. I do that is factual like, statement. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I did like how they did keep Statlander somewhat strong by having her pass out instead of tap. Because remember, yeah. she was undefeated coming in. You're not going to have her first loss be a tap, especially since she's supposed to be the bigger, stronger person. Yeah, no, and, and 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 that goes back to the heart thing. And like I said, I appreciate and respect that. They made Chris Statlander still look strong. She didn't like get beat. She just she lost. And then she did her best. She kicked out of the Panama Sunrise and the curb stomp. And then she just passed out to the lockjaw. Yeah. I have nothing against the match. I just feel like it could have been more interesting if she played it a little differently. That's it. But she needs to bring up her intensity. It, it, it shows a little bit of lack of experience on the bigger stage on her part. That's the only. I mean, it could, have just been, it could also just been something that no one thought about, and so they just they didn't book it that way, and that's that's fine. Yeah, yeah it's not like this is her last ever shot to be champion. This is also true. Also true. You no, know? 
True. Could also be that. See, but then, like, again, when you have that moment with Orange Cassidy, why did he break his cool to get her to get up? Right? Why does he understand the severity of the situation and she doesn't? I think I think it was just a casting pop. Easy because that's not her personality. Her personality is chill. You know, she's like a spitehead. Chill. Right. I understand. I get that. And she's also one. So then he's got a. He's kind of. He kind of came out of it and was like, "Yo, this is your shot. Like, come on, come on, come on." But they're chill. They're like pseudo spacey. You know, all about you know uh, uh, Sagittarius and Pisces and all this stuff and. That's not her personality, though. Her personality is not a rah-rah personality. No, I understand. So she's in line with her character. I got you. I got you. All right, let's let's slide forward because we got we got a lot more to get through. Yeah, we got stuck on this one. A little bit. Following match is the steel cage match for the AEW World Tag Team oh. Championships. Oh, beautiful. We had the Young Bucks defending their championships versus the Lucha Brothers. Boy. Boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Time out. Before you say anything, I appreciate the no tassels. There's uh, no tassels. What did I say? What did I say? He can't complain about the tassels anymore. But the only problem is their is facial that, hair. Um, the no, no. <laughs> oh, forget the facial hair. My boy was looking like Hulk Hogan in reverse, bro. <laughs> That's literally what he said. I was just like, yo, my man looks like Hulk Hogan reverse, son. This is but terrible. my guys. My guys in their outfits look like, you know, Russian little babushkas in, like, suits, bro. That pattern was horrible. I was like, what are they doing with the little headbands and stuff like that? I was like, they were going to make me some soup, you know, pinch my cheeks and stuff. But you know what? I appreciate the no tassels. They were no yeah, ever, tassels. Ever since they went mega heel, they don't wear tassels anymore. Now oh, they're all about... God. Like their five thousand dollar Jordans and all this other. Oh, like, I, yo, the shoe game is on point, bro. I was like, mm. we'll, get, we'll get a little deeper into the shoe game as the exactly. match goes on. Oh exactly. yeah. So going into this match, my, I'm not gonna lie. My initial thought was, we've done this already. I know these four guys have great chemistry, but like, we've done this already. But not in a cage, right? This so, was the first cage. Right of, yes. of uh, in EW history, right? No, 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 no. They've done cage matches before. No, no, Co- Cody before. and uh, Wardlow. Oh, that's AEW? right. Where Cody broke his foot, right? Yep. The Young Bucks. Oh, the Young Bucks have not. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The Bucks haven't been in the cage. Oh no, no, no. The Bucks have. The Bucks yeah, have. Cody and Wardlow, and that's where yeah, Cody broke at, his foot. He was asking overall, Shane. Overall, sorry, yeah. I was asking overall. Google was saying it was the first cage match in AEW history, and we said no. No, no, yeah, yeah. definitely not. Um, okay. So, first things first. I'm the boy. Uh the Lucha Brothers entrance. Fire. 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 100%. Fire. Fire, fire. Rago. The Rago. pyro, the headdresses, the rapper, bro, the, only the dancers, like, the dancers everything. were kind of just like Oh, the, the two girls in the back were killing it. No, but the guys in the front were. Oh, no, no. The dudes on the side were just like. Uh, they were mailing uh, it in. They were mailing uh, it in. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. Like, this is your big time to shine. But, yo, the, you, know what I did, you know what I did appreciate? That the cages were not painted red or blue. Oh. I appreciate that. You don't say. Blue? Well, ridiculous. It's a blue cage. We haven't seen a blue cage in. It's like 19, no, it's like 19, 19, oh, 19. That's what I'm saying. It's a cage. It's not I mean, a blue yo, cage or a, that big blue or, cage. or a raw or a raw red cage. 
Bro, now, the red cage bro, bro, that red cage where you can't see what's happening the, in the, the ring. The red cage is to symbolize the bloodshed in the cell. Stop it. Stop it right <laughs> now. Come on, guys. You don't see the symbolization there? Insane. 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 Anyways. So, so the, the Lucha Bros intro, start? their entrance was Trey Magnifique. Um, and it's funny. Once this match started, the, the, the chemistry between those four of these men... It's just unreal. I don't care how many times they wrestle. I can eat this match every day. Yeah. It was just nonstop. And I don't mean nonstop as in like it was just fast paced. I mean, everything that happened had a purpose. Mm-hmm. Every move, every look, every. Uh, it was no wasted spots. Nothing was wasted. Nothing Attention was wasted. Detail. Not a wasted movement. Nothing. This match was so good. It had its spots. It had storytelling. It had everything. Mm-hmm. It had funny. It had dramatic. It had, like, insane, oh, my God, what is he doing? He's going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, all of it. All of it. I don't I don't see how anyone can look at this match and have a complaint. No. Even Jim Cornette can't complain about this match. Oh, no, he would. He'll find a way. He's a he's a miserable POS. He'll find a way. <laughs> this match was, I mean, between the uh, the only issue I have with this match was the the commentating, the announcing was ridiculous. But who's the legal man? When Jim Ross said that, I wanted to scream. Listen, the guys like for handle King cage match. There is no legal man. Come on, man. You got to be better than that. You got to be better than that, man. I, he, forgot, he forgot himself. He forgot himself. He forgot a lot. He's <laughs> old. <laughs> is it – you know what? I'm not going to say is it a pay-per-view. Is it? Is it just a night of the week where Jim Ross doesn't mess something up? I guess. But we had – oh, what I love is they, they – so in their original feud – not original, but in their feud from a few years ago, um, they really put on the brother versus brother thing. Yeah. Where it was like, um, I think it was Penta and Matt. No, it was Penta and Nick versus Matt and Ray. Because Nick and, and Ray. Nick and Ray? No, I think it's they I think always, it was Matt they and Penta. Go, yeah, because Nick and Ray always go older and, versus yeah, older. After Matt yeah. got hurt. It's Matt and Penta. Because I think they're the older of the two. Mm-hmm. So they're paired up. And in the original feud, they would like do to each other, to the, to the other brother in the other brother's face. as like, oh, I'm doing this to your brother. Mm-hmm. You know, like they really played up that brother angle. And they did a callback to that in this match where they're up against the cage. And they package pile driver. And they package pile each driver. Each other's brothers. Each other's brothers. And I'm like, bro. I'm just like, I, I love the little callbacks like that. Yeah. So their previous feud yeah. is just brilliant. And then they're doing, you know, the, every time that they would try and, and – um jump up the cage for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so used to WWE, they get all the way to the top. Or like, they'll they'll hang on for like 12,000 hours before they get pulled down. Yeah, no. No, here it's, they the, they touch, someone else grabs them, they're back down. Well, that's the help that like, it helps that Nick has like a, like a springboard to jump up well, and yeah. he's at the top with Ray Phoenix already yeah. fighting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, the, the the agility of these four guys 
They, they can climb up and down that cage without trying. Yeah. Um, but we had... What what other crazy spots were there? We the, Before uh, we get to the shoe, the Canadian destroyer, the Canadian the, destroyer yeah, off, the off the top rope. Oh, so good. Uh, we had uh, three out of the four guys busted open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how Penta got busted open, but he was leaking. That that dude had mucho blood. Oh, well. Yeah, he was leaking pretty bad before the thing we're going to talk about. Yeah, no, no, this is before that. He was already bleeding before. He was already pretty bad before that. I yes. know he was bleeding, but Ray Phoenix got busted open after yeah after Brandon the spot. Cutler threw the bag in with the uh the the, the modified chain. Jordan. So okay, so let, let's get to that part, right? Yes. So when they're coming down, Brandon Cutler's carrying this bag. It's like doctor's bag. And so, eventually, at some point, I think Matt signals over for for Brandon to throw it into the cage. Mm-hmm. So Matt steps. I mean, so Brandon Cutler steps back to like halfway up the ramp, launches it. You're like, do you think he's gonna get on the first try? I'm like, absolutely. They must have rehearsed it seventeen thousand times. I was literally gonna say, you know, that was practice perfect. You a hundred percent because that throw was perfect. Literally in Matt Jackson's hands. Like, he didn't have to move nothing. Mm-hmm. He and then he the dropped it like San Antonio home on the Jets. Listen, anything with the Jets I, doesn't make – no, they don't catch anything other than L's. Um, so Matt Jackson opens the bag. He sits down, and he pulls out a shoe, a Nike shoe with thumbtacks all over the bottom. And he's laughing and smiling maniacally as he puts it on. And I'm making terrible tact puns. And it made me happy. And I got thrown out of my own house for it. Um, he licked it. He licked it. He, licked, he licks it. Insane. Did he cut it? He cut his tongue, didn't he? I think he had to. There's no way he didn't. I don't know. Anyway. Then they start, like, doing super kicks. And, like, at some point he takes it off. And they're just hitting each other with it. Man, yep. that's when we just we start getting just uh, a bunch of leaky wrestlers leaking all over the place. At some point, we had them in a square, and this and they started merry-go-rounding moves. So they hit each other, yeah. chops. They hit each other with chops. Then they went to super kicks. Um, then Matt was the last man standing. Ray Phoenix kips up, super kicks him. Then Nick kicks up, up, super kicks, and then Penta kicks up, up and and kicks him. And and you and I, just, I enjoy that. Like, like this is like all right, this is cartoony, but it's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's not over the top. It's still wrestling related. Right. It's fresh. I'm okay with that. Yeah. What I wasn't okay with is in the beginning of the match when the fans are screaming, "This is awesome!" and they just started fighting. Yeah, and then when they started their "This is awesome" chant again, I'm like, "Now it's warranted because this is a fantastic match." When they started chanting "Fight Forever," I was like, "Please don't, please don't. They will die. <laughs> no fight forever. Please don't fight forever. They'll need blood transfusions." <laughs> yeah. Um, what so, was the spot where? He had Penta had Nick in no Matt in the package pile driver, and Ray Phoenix climbs all the way to the top. And you and I are like, no, 
he's yeah. not going to do this. And then Nick wakes up, mm-hmm. super kicks Penta, mm-hmm. and now the three of them are standing there, and Ray's like, okay, I'll do this instead. And there's a crossbody over the top of the cage. What did, what did Amanda say? She said that uh, he's going to jump off and like Nick's going to super kick him? Or was I said that. You, you I said, said that. that. And then oh. he's going to jump. He's going to get super kicked at the landing. And, and then they'll go to the muscle move. driver. Yeah. And that didn't happen. No. Although that would have been a fantastic finish as well. Um, Ray jumps off, cross bodies, and then they package pile driver. Um, Matt? Nick? And Ray, like, runs to Matt, like, holds yeah, yeah, him yeah. down for the one, two, three. The Lucha Brothers win. And although. I'm unhappy because <clears throat> I picked the Bucks to win. I don't think there was anybody unhappy in that arena yeah. that the Lucha Brothers won. No, for sure. The emotion in their was... faces, their masks ripped up from the Bucks. Yep. It looks like they literally went to war. Yeah. Yeah. Penta uh, calling his daughters down to celebrate this monumental win. Blood all over him. Blood all over his kids. And Tony, yeah. like, hey, 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 take that out, man. We got to get I, that kid. In- I, I can't have kids with blood on their face on my show. Get, get out of here. Um, I will they say were pushing, They were pushing them before that because they were they were over on time. So I was watching the ref, and the ref was telling, um, uh, uh, what's his name, um, Ray, you got to go, you got to go. And then Ray, as he was going up the ramp, he started whistling to Penta. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Hispanics do like like that. So, yeah, yeah. But, but Penta wanted to get that moment in, but he couldn't get that moment in because it's, they were. It's over. funny because the, first the camera shows Penta signaling to somebody, and I don't know who yeah. he's signaling to. And I yeah, see yeah, Ray right. immediately trying to get out of there, and he's trying to call Penta like, "Yo, we gotta go, let's go, let's go." And like you see, exactly. the whistle, and I'm like, "Man, Penta's trying to get out of there." But now it makes sense. I didn't realize that the referee has signaled that they're that they gotta go, that they're over on time. Yeah, because after that you have. The women's match, I think. Yeah. Real quick, real quick about this match. I complain all the time about WWE and how they treat masked luchadors, right? I ha- I was going to have to bring this up, too. This is how you do it effectively without being disrespectful. Because the, the, the young bucks are ripping the masks off, mm-hmm. right? But they never actually do it. Yeah. They never pull the mask off. They never even try to pull the mask off. They're trying to pull, they're trying to rip the mask. They're trying to rip the identity of the Lucha Brothers off. But they never do. Mm-hmm. And once that spot mm-hmm. is done, it's done. You generate your heat, you get the aesthetic of the ripped masks, especially with the blood, mm-hmm. but you don't remove the mask. Yeah. And I think that's. And you don't try between, again. Say again? And you don't try again. Right. And I think that's the difference between people who understand the significance and how to use it. In a North American setting, versus people who are who just don't care, and they think they, they like they don't understand the significance and the relevance of the mask for a luchador. So I'm so happy that they did it the way they did it because I thought that's the way it should be done. Um. So any, anything else before we move on? Not from us. We're good. Uh, wow, that's all. That's all I have to say. Oh, no, wow. Sure. Yeah, this match is a maybe match match of the night. Maybe match of the night. This match is easily contender for match of the year. Yowie wowie. Yep. Yowie wowie. Match of the year. It's a yowie wowie moment of the night. Wow. So 
let's let's get let's get so moving. Let's get, let's get moving to the uh, twenty-one woman casino battle royal for a future AEW World Women's World Championship opportunity. Um, the clubs came out first. We had Hikaru Shida, Sky Blue, Emi Sakura, uh, the Bunny, and Abaddon. Uh, I'm not going to say who eliminated who, but I'm going to buy, buy their brackets. The Diamonds, we had Anna J, Kira Hogan, uh, uh, Kylan mm-hmm. King, Dia, uh, what were they calling her? Diamani. Diamani. Diamandi. 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 <laughs> and Nyla Rose. Bro, every time they called her Diamani, I wanted to like punch my TV screen. Uh, the Hearts. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Hayter. Uh, Thunder Rosa, Penelope Ford, Riho, and Big Spole. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? I didn't say what I wanted to say. Hearts. She's after mine. Jamie Hayter. Like, <laughs> Can you not get beat up by your fiance on the show, please? Uh, the Spade. Oh, Jamie Hayter's uh, Jamie Hayter's the one with the cheeks, right? Uh, Red Velvet, Layla Hirsch, Jade Cargill, and Rebel. Not Reba. Reba. Um, it's a battle royal, right? Um, there were people who got eliminated that we didn't even notice, like Kira Hogan and Riho. Riho, uh, Riho, Kira Hogan, and um, I don't remember Layla Hirsch getting eliminated. No, Jade Cargill, no, uh, no. Yes, and yeah, she, she could barely get her over her head. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jade Cargill, who needs new ring gear because. Her uh, her her, 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 her yeah. was uh, was showing uh, when she got eliminated from Nyla. She ha- no, yeah, 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 yeah. Nyla, Nyla, Nyla. Sorry. Uh, she had to like grab at her chest so she didn't yep. like have a malfunction. Um, Get gear that fits you. You have professional seamstresses. Seamsters, designers, whatever you want to call it, tailors, yeah, right. get gear that fits you. I don't understand. Uh, everyone's favorite, Ty Conti. Love Ty Conti. Got into the last four. Yeah, yeah, to the final four. That's my And um, the Joker card, as everyone expected, Wait, was. I'm sorry, Shades. I'm sorry. Will has to now admit that somebody was right. Oh my god, the entire internet was right. I just didn't want them to be right. No, 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 but you said that I said in the chat what was going to happen, and you said, no, 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 this is how it should happen, but how did it actually happen? Just tell me how it happened. But I'm not, I never, tell me, tell me, I never tell me how said it, it. No, it no, wasn't no, going to happen no, this no, way. You, no, I said, said I don't want it to happen this way. No, but you said you're coming for me, so now I have to make you know that I was right. Congratulations, Tom. You had the most popular opinion on the internet tonight. But you said it wasn't going to happen. Tom, Stop what I said. Tom, you're fighting an uphill battle. I've been trying to get this guy to acknowledge me for the last 265 years. And he didn't. The, the accolades between us. He should be like. I don't mind. So you were right. You were right. I never said you were going to be wrong. I said, I hope you're wrong. Just like you said you was coming for me, but I didn't see that happen either. Tonight. I did come for you, and I failed. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to tell you? A lot, trust me. As a guy who's been on the King of the Mountain most of the times, <laughs> went in the middle to lower pack. I don't know what happened. It's like him being champion before was like an anomaly or something. Well, when he Lesnar'd the belt, he's getting what he deserves. 
I didn't even try. I didn't even put picks in. <laughs> so, I, that so clearly you and, and Tommy Boy are going to be the new hosting pair for this show, yeah? Remember's problem with Noah. A word? A word? Heels. Speaking of heels, I'm going to watch that show after this. Oh, you heard him in there, right? <laughs> he said they have better ratings if I left the show. So when I leave the show, you're my witness. Uh, we work so well together because I am a cocky a-hole. And you're the guy that's the, the heel in Babyface clothing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can we move on? So Ruby Soho oh. makes her AEW debut uh, with her jacket. Confirmed. Destination. AEW. Um, they were chanting her name before she even got out. The minute it yep. got to 20 seconds, they started chanting Ruby Soho. And then, and then once the it got countdown. to 10, they did the countdown did for the countdown. her. Man. Probably one of the most anticipated female debuts uh, in recent memory. I'm so happy to see her here. As someone who's been a fan of hers since before she was in WWE. I, the minute AEW start, uh, happened, I said, she needs to be here. She would be great for this division. The minute she got released, I said, please let her go to AEW. What did we say? Day countdown. We said she's a future women's world champion. Absolutely. Now, would that have been with WWE? Would that have been with NXT? Uh, we don't know. But she's for sure going to be a, a, a women's world champion in AEW. I really hope they drag this out, though. Say again? I want them to drag this out, though. That's why I didn't want her to win the Battle Royal. Because I know they're just going to throw her in a random Rampage or Dynamite like they always do with the the Casino Battle Royal winners. Or maybe they have, like, a surprise win at the New York show and have her beat Britt Baker there. You got to do something big for that. This New York show is really killing me. Because all the big stuff was supposed to happen at the New Jersey show. It was supposed to. And now that they have a New York show, they're going to save that for New York. Not to go too crazy with the Jersey show, I'm kind of glad the original show that we were supposed to see didn't happen. Because remember, we were supposed to see Blood Blood and Guts. Guts. Yeah. Do you remember the reviews for Blood and Guts after it aired and all the issues? Yeah, but we're supposed to get a whole different Blood and Guts. We're supposed to get the elite versus the inner circle. No, 100%, but because of the construction of the ring, how did that night go? Yeah, but you can't compare because we have no idea what would have happened that night. It was in a different building. They might have had a different setup. Hey, listen, I'm just trying to put a positive light on it for you. No, I I, I get you. I, I was looking for tickets for the New York show because I know for a fact the Jersey show that we go to is going to be like a oh, whatever dynamite. Oh, whatever dynamite, which isn't necessarily bad because dynamite's good, but the New York show, the the Grand Slam, is going to be New York show sold out. Uh, retail, yeah, yeah, and no, resale is three hundred for anything without obstruction view. Jesus. Exactly, I'm not paying three hundred dollars for level two hundred seating. I'm not doing uh, that. Uh, Tommy boy, did you um? Did you get your tickets for the New Jersey show still, or did you get a refund on them? I never got a refund. I still have the pair in my Ticketmaster account. So we're all going to be at that show? Yep. All right, cool. As well. 
Not me. You're not going? Hell no, I'm not going. I got three kids. I can't afford to go. Are you nuts? Thanks, Mr. Chief. I don't know, bro. Exactly. Listen to me. We, we discussed this off air. Quickly. Okay, so she won, blah, 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 right? Yes. Did yes. you see what she said to the ref when she won? No, what she Did said. Did you read her lips? She goes, Did I win? And the ref <laughs> says, Yes, you won. And then they they gave each other a really big, hearty hug. But why did she say that? I saw the hug. I didn't see what she said before that. She said, did I win? And he says, yes, you won. She's used to that. But why? She's used to that other stuff where somebody's waiting on the outside of the ring to throw her out. Yeah, but why? Because she she always had that. Did that tell her that she was going to win? No, 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 no. Remember, she had the losing streak in WWE. Like, she couldn't win. They didn't win. She didn't win. Right, 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 right. Not winning. So she said, did I win? And she, he said, yes. So that means, hey, I actually won. Of course, she knows that she's going to win. But she's like, hey, I won, right? Yeah. I actually won. Because they booked me to win, not to constantly lose. Right. So, uh, you know. And one other thing before we move on. You said what I was right about was the most popular opinion on the internet. Oh, my God. Well, to be honest, in our little competition, only myself and Shades were the one that got it right. So it wasn't that pop- popular in our little circle of friends. Amanda got it right and also. I and I didn't even try. Oh, Amanda got it right also. See, it, it's just it, – it, it's a – Will's got zombie face right now. I love it. So, Tommy, essentially right, just right, right. the Deadly Alliance is, is right for that just, pick. Just the Deadly Alliance. Like – just acknowledge our greatness and we can move on to the next match. Yo, we'll just check out. <laughs> I mean, I, he's, it's just the, it's just the, it's the jealousy for me. That's oh what it is. It's the jealousy. <sighs> okay, what's the next thing? What was the next match? The next match is is, probably <laughs> is, is, is the match. It's me, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, you were sleeping. I wasn't sleeping. I was trying to ignore your insanity. He was having a huffy. Your face is a huffy. Anyway. <laughs> you can't ignore our greatness. Oh, Stop my God. It. Shut up. <laughs> Do a podcast, they say. What? Why does it always happen? This is like I'm, I'm one of the, of the – I'm a co-owner of this podcast, and I get abused on my own show. It's insane. But I own you. I own you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you feel this way, Janetti. <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not going to turn this off right now. See, that's where I go. I, 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 I got to go home and go to sleep. You're editing that, right? See, well, that, that's where I, I'll jump in. I, I don't do... He wants to take my spot. Maybe you guys can have some, some things to talk about. Alan can't get on no show. That boy has three kids of his own. And he's not allowed to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Damn, homie. Oh. In high school, you I, was a fan, homie. Yo, how you, how you going to do my man? Bro, that's your cousin, son. How you going to do him like that? Oh, okay. This is a shoot city right now. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to text Alan right so, now. So Don't wake up his wife. I'm going to send him, I'm gonna send him the uh, Eddie Kingston shirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the following match was Chris Jericho versus MJF. Uh, if Jericho lost, that means he would be retiring from in-ring competition. Now, when we talked about booking typically making sense, we were not referring to this match. Because nope. in my opinion, in Shade's opinion, everything pointed to MJF winning this match. He should have won this match, and you cannot convince me otherwise. 
Can I honestly ask you something? By all means. Do you know what influenced my pick on this match to, eh. to be total series? Eh. I looked at Fozzie's schedule. Fozzie has a packed schedule that started this past Friday. That's, yeah. That is the one sole and only reason why I picked MJF because they're going to Europe in a month or two. Yeah. It's a lot of things that went into that pick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, one, mm-hmm. Fozzie's going back on tour, as a lot of bands are. Mm-hmm. Two, Jericho has nothing else to prove. He's helped build this company the first year. He has nothing. He, he's retiring from in-ring competition. Not retiring from wrestling and we'll never see him again. In-ring competition. He can manage Pride and Powerful to be new tag team champions. He can manage Sammy Guevara to be a TNT champion. Jake Hager is Jake Hager, whatever. There's yeah. nothing else that, that Chris Jericho needs to do. This retiring Chris Jericho for MJF would be the most absolute notch on your belt mm-hmm. to essentially beat top five greatest wrestlers of all time. I know I'm touching some gray area here, but that the first quote-unquote finish. Now, I get a referee's decision is final, so on and so forth, but whenever it's overturned, Mm. it's usually by a higher authority, not another referee that just happened to be standing by the ramp. Nine times out of ten, it's never even overturned. Yeah. That's that's the other thing I was going to say, but – what gave that? Uh, what gave that other referee the authority? Like that other referee, technically in that match by the school of rules that I grew up with, did not have the authority to restart that match. Aubrey's reaction should be like, "Oh crap! I just cost Chris's career," and then that opens the door for him to get back in the ring without having to win the darn match. Well, hold on. So I don't hate that though. No, but what I'm saying is Aubrey. It's not like the ref just went to the to the to Justin Roberts and was like, "We start the match." No, the other he guy. conversed with Aubrey Edwards, and she was like, "Wait, did that really okay, happen?" Hold on. Let's before we get to the ending, let's get to to how that distraction sure. started and the, the other ref came down. Um, Wardlow starts coming down to the ring uh, towards the end of the match. Yep, and and the one thing I, I still complain about to this day. AEW's director, because I you, mm-hmm. you corrected me earlier, yeah. it was not the camera, it was the director. Mm-hmm. Never showed Wardlow getting attacked from behind by Jake Hager. We had to have Shivani tell us somebody's behind Wardlow, and then they cut to them fighting. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. We see Wardlow, we hear the crowd boo, then we hear the crowd pop, then Shivani goes, Oh, there's someone behind him. And then the camera cuts to Hager and, and Wardlow fighting. So they're fighting. Two refs come down. They're trying to break him up. Chris's leg is on the rope after hit, getting hit with the Judas effect. Uh, one, two, three. And then the ref's like, I was outside. I saw everything. And I'm like, how did you see everything if you're breaking up the fight? You didn't see anything. But for storyline purposes, you did. Well, all you had to see was the leg on the rope at three. That's all he has to see. All he has to do is turn around and go, oh. That's not right. I agree with you, Will, but the only person seeing it that mattered didn't see it. Right. But 
if there's another official and the official tells her this happened, why can't Aubrey say, oh, if that's what happened, then okay, let's restart the match. I mean, think about your job, right? I mean, Tom, you work security. If you miss something, but somebody else who's a peer or an equal colleague comes over to you and goes, yo, you missed this, you're going to take that word, no? You're not going to just be like, oh, well, I didn't see it. Right or wrong? But I don't miss anything. Perfect. That was the most <laughs> Jeremy man. answer. Whoa, what's and... with the attack? See, Whoa. I come for you. Because you attack. What did you just say? You attack my Perfecto. Character. Perfecto. <laughs> you have. You, you, what you do is you like to poke oh and prod God. the bear. And then you don't like when, when, when you get attacked. I poke you, and prod the bear. Yes. I poke and prod the bear. Yes. You, Bro, I sit you, here peacefully, bothering nobody, Robin, and you, then I get attacked. You, you and, and then if I defend Robin myself, oh, Alan, you and your little Robin psychic Alan. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, you're. It's like you're in a Pokemon battle, and you're Snorlax. You're just chilling. <laughs> you know, you're kind of taking a nap, and then you know Pikachu comes around, shocks you a little bit. Charizard, you know, throws a little flame at you. You gotta defend yourself, man. Come on, Snorlax. Nico got you watching go. Pokemon now. Is that what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Raw. <laughs> but in all seriousness, no. Well, you are a hundred percent right. But I think to make Jericho be able to go on tour and then come back if he rest, he can wrestle if he wants to because he can just come back and say, "You didn't beat me. She just didn't see it." Oh, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that that, that would have been... Like yeah. And yeah. you didn't have the second part like, because the door's still open for him to come back. Yeah, no, that's that's not a bad idea. I don't hate it. I don't hate you, it one bit. You get the ending that should have happened with the door open for Jericho to be able to return because he can turn around and say, yo, TK, come out here. Look at the footage. I didn't lose. She yeah. just didn't see my foot on the rope. Yeah. I mean, the problem with doing that is then you turn Aubrey Edwards into a, a quasi-heel referee. No, 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 her position. No, but the crowd will boo her endlessly. I mean, I, no, I'm all for that. You, you know look, how I feel about refs getting too involved. And I feel like Aubrey Edwards look, is too involved in every wrestling match she's in. If you look at her positioning, her, it, her positioning was perfect for that storyline because her back was completely I understand that. I understand that. I yes, just, I know. Wrestling fans are stupid. Also, sorry, people that are listening. It's a referee. Who cares? They're not that integral to the whole the, to the storylines. That's fair. Um, I mean, the, look. The point is, at the end of the day, Jericho should not have won this match in the fashion that he won it. And on top, of, yeah, on top of it, he shouldn't have won it the way he won it. Mm-hmm. Jericho should not have won. Period. No, MJF taps to the line. Uh, the walls of Jericho. To the walls of Jericho. That's a Boston crab. That's not the wall that Jericho. I've only been saying that for like what seven years now. Even though I stopped watching like ten years ago, yeah. I came both, back to wrestling, and all of a sudden he's doing a Boston crab, and they're calling it the walls of Jericho. I'm like, no, he's supposed to be more upright. What, yeah. what is this? No, he's supposed to be standing up with his knee in the guy's neck. No, that's a line tamer. That's the, well, yeah, true. No, you're right. You're when right, he first right. came to WWE and was doing the walls, it was upright, Just no knee, up. but it was upright. I like the lion tamer. I mean, who doesn't? Looks more uh, brutal. Yeah, so I think the booking on this is insane. For all intents and purposes, what are they going to do now? How do how do you write up Jericho now? 
Yeah, there was no beat How do you down write to write Jericho computer? without looking like a bunch of idiots? Well, in two weeks, he's going to have a fake injury? MJF is going to beat him up on... Uh, uh, yeah, MJF and Wardlow are just going to beat up Jericho on there's, Dynamite? Or... There's more people to Pinnacle than MJF and Wardlow. Are they really, though? FTR? Where was FTR tonight, then? They were even on the, the show. Yeah. Isn't one of them hurt? Spears. That's what I'm saying. These guys are involved. This is MJF from Wardlow. Just have Sean Spears hit him with a chair. He's good at slicing people's heads open. You know what? That's actually not a bad idea. What? Give Sean Spears something to do. Have him be the one responsible for getting rid of Jericho. He's the chairman, after all. But how do they get rid of him? Remember he attacks him. No, he attacks him with the chair. He puts him out of commission. The problem with that is then you reignite the whole pinnacle versus inner, inner circle, thing. and we did that already. Yeah, it's playing. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get why they didn't just have him lose. Jericho disappearing doesn't make sense without a loss tonight. And they had the perfect loss, and they pooped it away to another referee and having to get the face pop. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, what you could do is have MJF attack him on Wednesday or Friday and then have him written off of TV like that. So that way it doesn't like, it's not the pinnacle versus inner circle. It's just MJF versus Chris Jericho. I I think if you're going to write him off TV with an attack, it should have been tonight instead of the stupid celebration. True. But the fans needed that. Did they? They popped. They just had the Ruby Soho win. And what we're with what with what they're gonna get after this, and then at the end of the night, did they really need Jericho to win? Yeah, but we didn't know what we were gonna get at the end of the night. But I'm saying you just had the Ruby Soho thing, okay? Where they were they were already happy, right? They're ecstatic. They wanted her. They got her. She won. So they're already on that high. And then after this match, they're gonna get high again. Yeah. So why why not just have Jericho lose? Because they don't. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't, I don't get nothing makes sense. Some I, I listened to somebody the other day on a podcast who was like, oh, well, Jericho's contract isn't over yet, and so if you have Jericho under contract, you use him. I understand that perspective. But like Shade said, there's other ways to use him. Yeah. If you don't want to put him on the commentary table because people complain that he yells too much, Me. you're not the I'm, only I'm, one. I'm people. You're not the only one. Then, like you were saying, let him be a manager. The stipulation is he can't wrestle anymore in AEW. Mm-hmm. So why can't he continue to be the manager for Inner Circle? Or something crazy. He goes back to Japan and he fights MJF as a as a wrestler from New Japan. He's not wrong. Remember, he couldn't wrestle for AEW. At that point, he's wrestling for New Japan. Well done, sir. Or something that we've said before is like, what title hasn't he held? The Impact title. He could have gone to Impact. Jericho going to an Impact. Got it. <laughs> but I don't. I don't hate that idea. That would. It's an idea. That would have been. A, that would have been a way to go. He just shows up on New Japan, and he's like, "Well, I can't work over there." But I can work here, and so he does. Like, like New Japan uh, was it New, New Japan Strong. He doesn't have to leave the states. Nope. And then you get Jericho versus Osprey. 
keeping in your pants for Osprey. There's I'm, no reason. I'm just saying, Osprey's <laughs> the top guy at Strong right now. He first of all, he's the top guy on the COVID list. Leave him. <laughs> we don't need Osprey versus Jericho. No, we don't need it. But if you, we're you going do. down, I mean, I do. But if we're going down this road already, then that's something that you can do along the way. We're not going down any road because they bungled this. I know, I know, I know. They missed, they missed opportunity. I don't get it. I don't think I've ever been so perplexed by AEW booking before. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on because we we've, 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 we have yeah, uh, you're me, you. So the next match is seven years in the making. Uh, Darby Allen taking on the Cookie Monster himself, CM Punk. I was waiting. I was like, which one are you going to use this I'm time? Trying, yeah, I'm it's trying new ones. Yeah, I'm trying new oh. ones. Uh, CM Punk's in-ring debut in seven years. Return. His, his return. And right off the bat, I don't like it because he's wearing tights <laughs> instead of trunks. He looks like like a dad. <laughs> I was like, yo, this dude looks like he's wearing like Adidas track pants going to the gym. And, and Matt's like, oh, it's it's the Chicago flag. It's like, yeah, that's his entire gear. <laughs> every, 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 every gear every, every he has. Dad. I was I was I was okay with the match. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, he didn't look bad. He didn't look rusty. He didn't look out of shape. He didn't look out of place. I was like, oh, Darby Allen was the perfect like first guy for his match because yep. he'll sell for him a little too much. I mean, I mean that's Darby Allen all day. I feel like, it's like Darby Allen and Sasha Banks are just they just they sell Darby too much. Darby Allen's gonna get himself killed, man. Oh yeah, when when he. Uh, when he whipped him into the corner and Darby just flew out of the ring. <laughs> Hit his head, head on, the... on the pole. I'm like, come on, man. What are, you gonna, what are you doing to yourself? This dude, if anyone epitomizes I'm here for a good time, not a long time, it's Darby Allen. That's Darby right? Allen all day. Like, I'm here for a good time, not, not a long time. time. <clears throat> but, no, the match was fine. The match was good. Um, I like how, as the match progressed... And CM Punk started trying more and more to, to get the go, the go to sleep. Mm-hmm. The more he tried to do that, the more Darby got angry. Yep. Not like frantic or anything, but he started to get angry. Mm-hmm. To the point where when he went for the coffin drop. On the top rope, he did the whole go to sleep thing himself. Exactly. Yeah. Because now he's taking it personally. Now it's like, yo, you keep trying to hit me with this thing. You already hit me with it once and I fell out the ring and nearly died. Like... Enough is enough. Yeah. And so he was getting angry, and I like that because it shows that he, like, has emotions. Yeah. And it shows that he's invested in this match. That's a big-time match. Like, he's taking it for what it is. Um, and then, you know, CM Punk's playing with him because he goes for the coffin drop. CM Punk's in his head. So when he goes for it, CM Punk just sits up, and he, he eats crow. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate that we had that idea of like CM Punk being the older, more seasoned veteran is is using that to his advantage here. Yeah, he's playing Darby and playing Darby's emotions. 
and Darius Moses is getting the best of him. And like they didn't do it so overtly, but they did it enough where that if you're watching, that's the story that they're starting to tell. Yeah. Um, and that also feeds into the pulse match. Because if if you guys are okay with kind of just fast forwarding a little bit, so CM Punk eventually does hit the go to sleep, right? Yes. And he gets the three count on Darby. And so Sting comes down. He shakes CM Punk's hand. Darby Allen's still on the floor. And when they go to pick up Darby Allen, he, like, shoos them away and tries to, like, angrily and goes to, like, stand up himself. And that's him being angry and upset that he lost this match. And I appreciate that. And then eventually he kind of, like, sits in. So he's like, all right, finally goes and he shakes CM Punk's hand. You know? So I, 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 I thought... It was a good match. Not amazing. Not great. It did what it had to do. Um, and it's told a story. I'm not... I I wasn't crazy about the idea of CM Punk going over on Darby Allen. My whole thought was the whole point of CM Punk getting paired with Darby Allen, he even said in his promo, was that he wants to help new talent, younger talent. And so him going over here, I think, flies in the face of that. But, but as you were saying, Shades... Darby does not need to win nope. for him to, to get the rub. And you're right. The way the match played facing, out, Darby still gets the rub. He faced a younger talent that didn't, like you said, didn't need the rub. Darby's rub is basically taking that beating and still getting up under his own power. Yeah. That's just as good as the win for Darby. Yeah. And needing to take more than one GTS – for it to, like, you know, put him out. Yeah, I mean, I said it, Darby doesn't need this. Uh, Darby's going to be over no matter what he does. This was more important to for CM Punk to get his feet wet. And for the fans. You know, and for the fans to get what they really wanted, and that's uh, CM Punk win. Yeah, yeah. Can I, may I point out that as much of uh, you know, they're in Chicago and it's pro CM Punk. I heard if I heard a decent Darby contingent, there was a little bit of a oh, dueling sure. chance a couple of times. For sure, because Darby's still over. Yeah, but this is Chicago, right? This is CM Punk, right? Yep. This is wrestling. This is wrestling. <laughs> um. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. ah! He's up. He's up. Uh, we, got, we got to the five. We got to the five count. Uh, so, yeah, so so CM Punk goes over. Fine. And uh, we move. Okay, so now talking about head scratching. <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the next I, match. I had to take my glasses off for this one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, well, well, thrilled. Let me know when you're starting so I can time you and see if it's longer than the match. <laughs> So before I go into the the match details, all night as the show was progressing, we're noticing that the Paul White versus QT QT Marshall Marshall. Marshall match hasn't happened yet. And then we get to this match, and we're like, is this really about to be the penultimate match? I put that in the chat. Yeah. I was like, are we really going to lead in to the main event from here? Are we really... Seriously, about to go the 
women's championship match, the tag championship match, the battle royal with, with Ruby Soho, Jericho versus MJF, CM Punk, Darby Allen, and then Paul White versus QT Marshall? Is that really what we're doing? And then I saw, I don't know if I saw it or heard it or just, I don't know where the idea came from in my head. But it was like, well, oh, 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 now I know. Because I heard about it over the last few days that Paul White won't be in the match. The angle on, I think it was Friday, was he got attacked by Billy going to the gun club. He got hit with chairs. They showed him writhing in pain. His recently, you know, surgically repaired hip and blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay. The only way that this match being here makes sense is if he comes out in his streetwear and it's like, I'm in no condition to compete, but there's someone else here who can compete for me. Someone younger, someone bigger, someone stronger. Enter formerly known as Braun Strowman. That makes sense to me to put this here. He comes out. He murders QT Marshall. You're in, we're out. They're still high. Exactly. The high remains. And now we're going into the main event. Hot. Hot. Hot, daddy. Instead, QT Marshall comes out. The Big Show's music hits. Who's the Big Show? I'm sorry. Who's the Big Show? Paul White. Paul White's music hits. And Paul White comes out in ring gear. In Dustin Rhodes-esque ring gear. And I'm like, no. They're doing this? Okay. And I'm and I'm waiting for the, the rug to be pulled out from under my feet. I'm waiting for something. I'm waiting for the, the, the music or an attack. Or I'm waiting for something. We Who's get saying? nothing. Instead, the bell rings. And three minutes and ten seconds later, the match is over. After a bunch of pseudo-interference, after... Um, Paul White just slogging along. Just just bumbling yeah. shoulder blocks and punches and one choke slam that he, you know, he comes down to a knee for. It's over. But wasn't that his move anyway, the, the knee down choke slam? Yeah, but still. But yeah. But My point is, one, why? One, <laughs> why? 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 Why you do this? Shavaz was just like, he still has it. I'm like, no, he don't. No, he doesn't. He ain't you guys, got nothing. You guys got to remember, he he remember when they asked him why he went over to AEW and blah, blah, blah. He said that he still has, you know, gas in the tank. That he yes. can still wrestle. Yes. He could still go, blah, 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 blah. Fine. I don't so, care. That's fine. Not yeah, here. Not, not here. Exactly. No, this is not exactly. the spot for you. If this was pre-show. I don't care. Put on the pre-show. If this was second match on the cards. Knock yourself out. But this shouldn't have been the penultimate match going into the World Championship match with Kenny and Christian Cage. This this spot, putting this match in this spot of the card, is the most WWE spot on the card I've ever seen. Yeah. We, we officially talked about this match longer than the actual match. And was. on that cue, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. I'm done with this match. <laughs> I'm going to put as much thought into this match as they did. Next. So let's go to the main event. The Cleaner, Kenny Omega, 
taking on the Impact World Champion in Christian Cage. And this was a a Kenny by the books match. Mm-hmm. He hit all the spots, the dragon sleeper, uh, snap suplexes, uh, uh, Ushiguroshi, the V-trigger. He had a heavy V-trigger. A V-trigger that busted up Christian Cage's mouth. Yeah. Um, the table spot where Kenny puts the table onto Christian Cage and just like stomps him. That that that's that's what is that's vintage Kenny right there. Vintage Kenny. The 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 terrible spear table spot with Christian Cage. Yeah, I guess. The spear from behind from Christian that was weird. Yeah, I was like, that's awkward. Let's not do that anymore. But the we real, almost had another Bob Holly situation with Christian. Say again. We almost had another Bob Holly situation with Christian. Oh man, come on, man. So, let's get to the finish. Because the the match itself was meh. After such a a high from the sort of the beginning of the the pay-per-view, and then the the penultimate at the main event slowed down completely, you have Christian hit the kill switch for a two count. Mm -hmm. Two and a half. Christian about to hit the kill switch off the top rope would have been insane. Oh. What was even more insane was a one-winged angel from the top rope to end the match. Yeah. Now, the post-match shenanigans happen. Which is a lot more fun than the match itself. <laughs> the elite come down. They start throwing a beating down onto Christian Cage. Uh, Jurassic Express comes down, and they get the spit kicked out of them also. And Kenny grabs the mic and does what Kenny does best, and he starts to talk. But there's no man uh, in this in this business that can beat me. No no wrestler. He said, the only people who can beat me either are, aren't here, are, or, are retired, or are, or are dead. dead. Cue the music. For an AEW debuting, Adam Cole, baby! So Adam Cole comes out, tremendous pop, and they see, like, Thrill sees Jungle Boy getting up, and he's mm-hmm. like, ah, he's about to super kick him. As soon as they see Jungle Boy stirring, I go, oh, he's a super kick him right now. And lo and behold, a super kick later, they all hug. They do the uh, the kiss with the mm-hmm, young bucks. Mm-hmm. They're celebrating, and then we're not done with the debuts because uh, "Flight of the Valkyries" starts to play, and I like the remix of it. I agree. I also like the remix. And making his AEW debut, Brian Danielson to another tremendous pop. And the only thing that Thrill and I have to argue about with anyone is the yes chance. Got to get rid of it. Get, that's Got to get rid of it. Yep. Find something else. I don't know what. But at any at, have the same cadence if you want. I don't care. And, and this is not on them. Obviously, no, like, no, this, it's not their fault. This was Daniel Bryan's thing. Right. But you're not Daniel Bryan anymore. Right. So he – and and to his, to, his, um, to his credit – He didn't do it. When he came down the ring – 
he did arms out. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it. He still did the side shuffle, but he did arms out. Mm-hmm. You gotta so, you gotta do almost what Jericho did when they debuted Hager. When uh, they were chanting "We the People," he just blatantly shot it down and said, "We the, we the people. people." Oh, that was a that was a, a dumb, that was a dead gimmick uh, by it's, dumb people, something like that. It's it was a, a, uh, a dumb gimmick by bad creative. Yeah. Yep. I don't necessarily. I don't. I don't personally. I don't need Brian Danielson to do that, and it's not wise for him to do that either because he still has a relationship with them because of his wife. Uh, yeah, but he can't be on that garbage show anymore. So you know that makes his fine. life easier. But what I'm saying is, His he can find something else. Find something else that you can get the crowd to get behind that's not yes. Find it ASAP and do it on Wednesday night or on Friday night. The next time you're on TV, you've got to introduce whatever it is that's going to supplement, I mean, gonna, that's going to um, so, um, replace the yes. Plain, delete, plain, delete. plain and simple, leave the yes chance to that garbage hockey team that can't sell more than five tickets. Oh, that's an island. That's an Islanders joke. Damn. Well, the yeah, Islanders making the joke. Islanders. I can't just this on the Islanders. They went to the to the semifinals. Rangers can't even get to the playoffs. Listen, and you know what? To celebrate a goal, they got to do a wrestling chant. Come on, stop it. Remember, a clock is always a broken clock is always is always right twice a day. And they've been to the semifinal twice, so um, there you go. It's okay. Twice more than the Rangers have in the last two years. I, I'm sorry. No, weren't they at the conference stop. finals uh, two years ago? Same thing. Conference finals, yeah, the final four. Yeah. Anyway. Are you are you defending the Islanders, Will? No. I'm just See, that's just another thing you're wrong about tonight. Uh, it's it's being a realist. I, Thank I, just, you. I understand what you're Thank saying. Thank you. I understand what you're saying. It's like we can't really talk because we haven't been yeah. there. I'm going to talk smack when you're clearly better than the team that I root for. Yeah. Whatever. Well, at least we didn't go out and buy the other team's jerseys like they did. I don't know. Anyway. Islander fans bought Lightning and Kings jerseys those years. Dirtbags. That's whack. Anyway. Anyway. So so these debuts saved the main event. I agree. Oh, big time. I agree. I agree. Because for – you know what? A Kenny World title match, I got to be honest, I was paying more attention to Instagram than the match. Their Rampage match was better. Yeah. Kenny and Christian Cage's match on Rampage was better than their match on All Out. Definitely. But now, see, now what's great is, and it's funny, I mentioned this on the on the weekly show, that with all the potential surprises, debuts, returns, whatever, this had the potential to be the biggest show in my in, in recent wrestling history. Yeah, and I think they just missed that mark. Um, I think Jericho going over. That's a big problem. Yeah. Because this could have been the night that Jericho gets retired, the night that that CM Punk, that CM Punk returns and wins in his return, the night yep. that uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole make their AEW's debut. That Ruby, Ruby Soho makes. This could have been that night. For and any had a Braun Strowman, um, whatever debut also. But For instead any, of getting um, all of that, we didn't get the Jericho retirement. And we got some of it. And and the Kenny and and Christian Cage match wasn't as good as it could have been, but Listen. this was still a big night for. I think when we look back on this show in five years, we're gonna look at this show as that show. This is the night. Mm-hmm. This is the night that that changed everything. Yeah. Because and and so Alan texted me 
um, after the the show was over, and he's like, "I'm not crazy about all these WWE guys. He's like, what is it going to mean for the AEW originals?" Oh. And I'm like, "The thing that that AEW does so well is that they pair them." So Matt Hardy came in and immediately started working with Private Party. Private Party. Well, not no, that was eventually, but he immediately started working with Sammy Guevara and and the inner no, circle. That, that wasn't. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. It was the inner and circle. now he's working with Private Party. And all these other AEW guys. Um, same thing with um, so now Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. Jeez, it's gonna take some time. I gotta be honest. Him with Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. Great. See him. Christian Cage, another one. Christian Cage. Um, they he came in. They paired him with um Jurassic with Jurassic Express. Express for a little bit. Um, first with Frankie Kazarian, right? Um. Adam Cole is with the Elite. The Elite is not WWE property. No. These are all non-WWE Listen. guys. Listen, these guys had a career before WWE. I, I Just because yeah, right. I was just WWE is the last place they worked doesn't mean that they are where they are because they're yeah. WWE. Exactly. exactly. Anybody yeah. that lives a outside a of Vince guy. McMahon's Adam bubble. Ring of Honor guy. Yeah, exactly. And they get to see him out of- Sting, they pair him with Darby Island. So whenever they bring in... <coughs> now Ruby Soul getting paired with Britt Baker. Every time they bring in someone from WWE, they're pairing them with their own people so that they're helping each other. These WWE names are going to help boost the profile of these AEW names. And so before you know it, they'll either be on equal par or surpassing them, which is what AEW needs. They need more eyes. They're, 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 I think they cracked a million for the third week in a row. Mm-hmm. Dude, how long were we waiting for consistency on that? Yeah. For a while, for the first year and a half, two years, has been $1 million. I mean, $1 million. $1 million oh, wow. episode here. Another one there. Another one here. Three that weeks is- in a row cracking a million. Now that we're getting Adam Colbebe and Brian Danielson and Ruby Soho, they can go... They, they can multiple weeks now. Exactly. At a million. Now they can live at a million plus. Now they can start to smell and sniff at SmackDown numbers. One point five, one point seven, and then before you know it, they're touching Raw numbers at two, two point two, two point three, and Raw keeps dropping. Yeah. I thought I, they. I, I, I thought they already beat Raw numbers at point seven five. No. <laughs> I saw. There was a say- shot. I saw someone say that they can go head to head with Raw right now. Not right I, now. I don't think not yet. Not, not right yet. now. Not right now. In a little bit. Soon. In a year, Soon. maybe, maybe, if they play their cards right. But I am very excited to watch Dynamite this week. They've already announced that the um, who who's going to be on Ruby Soho's going to be on on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um. So we already have that. And who else? Who, who knows? Minara Suzuki versus Minara Suzuki versus Moxie is going to happen on Wednesday. So you already have one promo and one match that I'm already excited for. Yeah. Oh. Suzuki so, and Moxie—that's oh, that's free too. And on Rampage, we're going to have um, Andrade versus Pac. Yeah. So already you have these three things set up, and then you know we're going to have Fallout from this on either of those two shows. <clears throat> yep. Very excited. Very excited. But let's let's 
well, first, yes. Before we get into the, the the finals, let's let's go with our our victor from the picks. Oh yeah, yeah. So our the winner of our predictions, and still, 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 grapples to apples, grapples to apples. Excuse me. Jeez, world champion, out. world champion, Tommy Boy. <laughs> Congratulations, sir. You went what? Nine and one? Ten, nine and one? Ten and one. Oh, ten and one. Ten and one. Ten and one with a lot. Ten and one. Ten and one. Ten and one. So I, I do have to say during the show, especially after um especially after uh the battle royal, Monty was texting me. Mm, and yeah, because you guys were making neck for a while. If, if the difference was who went off the apron and who did it. Yeah. If Thunder Rosa won that, he wins the title right there. Because mm. all our picks were the same after that match. So no, you Mon- guys by the Jericho MJF match also. But yeah, the thing is, that's the thing. He would have. You're absolutely right. That's when he texted me after the Jericho match when he won that one. That's when he's like, "I would have won if Ruby didn't come out." You I'm know, like, oh. hey, listen, he's a good competitor, but you know what? He's not great. He'll get there one day, but he's not on our level yet. All right, well, you did it. You made you made the right calls, and you came out and retained your, your championship, and now you're the champion at very least until November, right? Yeah. So that's well, still here? depending on who wins the fall harvest. Well, Thrill and I have to discuss the fall harvest. Um, that's not going to happen for at least uh, – that talks for that. It's not going to happen for at least another month. Are we still going to have the same rules? They can cash in at any time, or is it a... Yeah, you just, still would have to cash in on a pay-per-view. Because somebody could win the full harvest and be like, nah, I didn't win the full harvest, I won the championship. Because remember, that's how it was last year. Is that still a thing? He's right. No, but we're, right now what we're doing is the championship is not going to be on the line unless it's a big four. The full harvest is going to be the tournament style as well. So that way we don't have any issues going into what you call Okay. So that we can do what we did last time. <clears> so like so that we don't end up with like me and Ray going three people in a row trying to decide. Yeah, who that's what it was. Before Harvest almost turned Harvest. into the Christmas dinner. Yeah. We'll have that option. Okay. Okay. Well, last year the full <laughs> Harvest almost turned into the Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so now let's, let's, let's do what we do. What first we things do. first is we have... Our match of the night, gentlemen. I, this is, uh, I'm pretty sure this is anonymous. conclusion, Lucha Brothers versus the Bucks. Uh, yep. I, I it was Paul White versus uh, QT Marshall. I swear I'm going to slap you in the mouth with a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, easily. Bucks versus bros. The Bucks versus the bros. The bros. Bucks versus the bros. <laughs> Wait, so does that mean – does that make you and Tommy Boyd the Bucks? What? Oh, yeah. I guess because we're we are better in tag team wrestling. I meant because we're we're bros. Oh, we are we're both of Latin descent. We're both Latin X men, and we are brothers. So let's let's go through our our rankings, ratings. our ratings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people do numbers, letters, stars, grades, yada, yada. But here at Grapple for Apple, we do wow. tokens. 
You get zero topes if you're an abomination of professional wrestling. You get five topes if you're what professional wrestling is all about. So, who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Do it. Uh, no pre-show uh, grading as usual. Uh, Miro versus Kingston stays the same. John Moxley versus uh, Kojima stays the same. Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander stays the same. <laughs> Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks bring it to a three point five. Easily. Ruby's the the Battle Royal wasn't bad. It stays at a three point five. Um, Jericho beating MJF drops this down to a three. Uh, CM Punk and Darby were fine. Paul White and QT Marshall. It's got to go down to a two seven five. Okay. Okay. Um. Now let me ask you a question before you give your rating. Do the post match happenings factor into the match rating? Post match. Can I can I interject to that? Yes, you you may. So, for me, it doesn't in, it doesn't factor into the match rating. It factors into the overall show rating for me. Thank you. Yep, perfect. So that in that that case, I'll drop the QT uh, Marshall versus Paul White to a two point five. Okay. And Kenny and Christian stay at two point five. The post match <clears throat> shenanigans, Cole coming back, we're at a three. Brian Danielson coming back, that's a 3.5 for me. I'm sticking at a 3.5. That is literally where I fall also. I like Match by match, I land exactly where you land. Yeah. Suburban Bros? So I'll take it. Um, yeah, I'm going to leave the pre-show alone. Uh Really, I'm not changing any ratings like like shades until the tag match, where again I go up a full point. So you're at a three point five. Correct. The one, uh, you know, the the battle royal wasn't memorable, but it was entertaining, and I do like that it was for for the first time in a while. It was an actual. High power debut, and I hope they. So I'm gonna bump that up another quarter of a point to three seven five because I want this to turn into a program. I really hope if it is a random dynamite, I hope it's the one in in New York where you know that's where you can get the shocking Ruby. You said win. Jersey wrong. I'm I'm thinking logically. Jersey's Jersey's garbage. We know nothing's gonna happen in Jersey. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, you know, just the elation of the the possibility I'm going to go up a quarter of a point there. Jericho, that brings it down half a point, so I'm at 3.25. Punk, I'm going to stay the same. Paul White, half a point, 2.75. And then I go up, yeah. Even though my math is different, I ended at three point five two after the whole uh, the whole shebang because you know 
the debuts, like Adam Cole, great. Brian Danielson, you know, that just, they, they brought you down with the heel turn and brought you back up with the Brian Danielson. So, yeah, 3.5. Okay. Baby Maker, what you got? Okay, my he, turn. He was taking a baby nap. So I'm not going to go through the whole things that you guys like to do where blah, 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 I like this, I like that. Okay, this quickly. This guy. Ruby Riot. This guy? Yo, this shut this up. Guy. Shut up. Let me let me do my thing. You do, you do your thing. It's just your Every podcast. Every time you Give do your thing, seconds. there's a baby involved. Stop that's it. That's true. <laughs> and when I get home, that's what's going to happen. Anyway. Gross. So, excuse me? Let's yeah. not talk about your uh, escapades, buddy. Uh, All right? Uh, I don't think this is a podcast. Anyway. That's a different podcast. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so so let's start off with Ruby Riot showing up. I like that. Ruby Soho. Uh, oh, Soho. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Ruby, uh, the artist formerly known as Ruby Riot. Um, Ruby Soho showing up happy. Um, Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks uh, cage match. Loved it. Match of the year, match of the century, whatever you want to do. Um, let's see. What else did I like? Uh, I like. I actually did like the women's battle royale. That was cool. Um, what else? Um, I don't know. The other matches. Uh, Kenny Kenny uh, versus uh, Christian was kind of boring, but you know, at the end we got what we wanted. The um, what do you call the reveals and all that? I, I give it. I'm a, I'm in the same line with you guys. Three point five, four. You know, for if I'm being generous, because it was it was entertaining. I wasn't bored. I wasn't angry at any of the uh, outcomes, like if it was like WWE. And that's it. Uh, I, I would give it a, a generous four because I'm it, it left me happy. I give it a four. All right. And I usually grade high. Can Very I? Nice. All right. There you go. Boy, I have something to show you for uh, just so you can. Oh, brownie. Hold on, hold that pose. Hold that pose. Hold that pose. Hold that pose. There we go. Hi, Brownie. <laughs> Sweet baby Brownie. All right, well, that's unless anyone has anything. Did I miss anything? No, sir. Are we, we good to go? We are good to go. Is the ref in our ears? Are they in our ears right now? Yeah, they tell us to go out. The production truck. Yeah, telling us to go home. Thrill, thrill. We got to go home. Got to go home. <laughs> in that case, you have a listen to us on. <laughs> I'm working on it. You're slowing me down now. You can listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. Let's grapple the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud. You got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, let's grapple the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us as many eyes and ears as humanly possible because we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will, the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespeare in Canada, Major English, but the Certified, the Godfather. But every human to be, that's who I be because, baby, that's who I is. Joined, not remotely, by my hetero life mate. Tell them who you are, baby. I am the man of the hour, the man with the power too damn sweet to be sour cream of the crop rise of the top your boy the general no longer your champion but still your god shades and we are joined as we are tend to be by our lovely remote brothers from other mothers literally and figuratively you have my tag partner here the baby maker and if i may shades your champion, definitely not your god, Tommy Boy. 
So, Reverend Brothers, thank you for as always for being on the show. We much appreciate it. And hey, everyone thank listening, you thank you for listening. Time. Don't forget to check out our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. It's an apple a day. It's a bad wrestling day. Peace. Love. Good night. Peace.